Welcome everybody to a new episode of the Unreasonable Out of Living podcast. I'm your host, Gerhard Molin, and as always, enjoy this beautiful music. Welcome back to another episode of the Unreasonable Art of Living podcast. And as always, first and foremost, I hope you're doing fine right now. Wherever you are right now, I hope you're doing fine. A little round of applause just for you. Oh, there it goes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's just for you in this very moment. Uh, yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, yeah. <laughs> What a weekend. I'm recording this intro on December 17th. It's uh, quarter past nine in the evening. <laughs> Quite exhausted. And you might hear it from my voice. It uh, sounds, yeah, my voice is a bit exhausted as well. <laughs> and I just returned from a Wim Hof retreat. And it kind of became a yearly tradition now, or a second time. So maybe. When, when is a tradition a tradition? tradition? Well, now it's a tradition. Anyways, <laughs> I've uh, it's now yeah, it's my birthday weekend, and one year ago, I told myself like, mm, you know, I want to celebrate my birthday differently actually this time and actually do something good for my soul, my mind, and my body. And yeah, and then I decided to attend a Wim Hof retreat, and it yeah really did little did I know what kind of on what kind of journey this retreat kind of like. Yeah, brought me on. It kind of like ignited a journey of healing, transformation, growth, and and aliveness. It was beautiful. And this year, I thought like, wow, I'm so grateful for what has happened in my life in general, especially the last 12 months. And uh, I wanted to honor honor this and the people I've met in my life, the knowledge I've I've gained, and the wisdoms and the failures I've was able to yeah experience. And there was a little plot twist this year. Normally when you have birthday, you receive gifts. But actually this year, I wanted to gift and give gifts back. And invited a small circle of close friends to a Wim Hof retreat. Yeah, it was a beautiful weekend with ah, so much energy and life and transformation. It was an honor to yeah, experience this with uh, very good friends of mine. Mm. But yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's in the evening, and um, but wow, so grateful. And this week's episode is wow, an absolute yeah. It's an honor to record it with um, my dear friend Maria. She's currently currently in El Salvador, but actually originally from Finland. And Maria is an authentic wholeness coach. And it was so, so, this episode is really about she telling her story, how she, in the midst of, yeah, really not being able to find one's inner light and kind of like, even though on paper, all the check boxes were marked, you know, like good high paying job, living the, you know, like city life, she felt there was something not quite right. 
something was missing, an emptiness. And it was such a pleasure to listen to her complete story, which started over you know, four years ago, before COVID. And while I was listening to this podcast, it was like so beautiful because, you know, now we're 28 episodes in and I rem I remembered, wow, this was exactly the reason why I started, wanted to start this podcast to shed lights on these stories by people like Maria who are so courageous by following the inner voice and, you know, to decide to follow this inner voice is not an easy path. Not at all. Like this path of growing and inner healing. There's a lot of uh, yeah pain involved as well. And um, honesty. Honesty to yourself. And listening to her story, wow, that's courage. And I salute her for the path she chose and you now helping so many people to also find their authentic way of living. It's beautiful. Because it's so important that we share these stories because you never know who listens. And I definitely know it for myself, you know, like there were periods of my life in my life in the last seven years where, yeah, you know, you kind of you kind of think like, ah, oh, there's something's not quite right. You know, like is this really is this life? Is this what life is all about? Then you would read something or you would watch a YouTube video or video or you would listen to a podcast episode and you would listen to someone else, uh, someone else's life and their decision, their courage they had and their process, what they went through. And you find inspiration in their story and feel like, oh, okay, you're not alone with these thoughts. It's actually okay that you actually question a few things and you really want to unravel, the, you know, find this aliveness in life and Maria wow she her story is like uh, wow it was for me I was just listening to her I you know like you could picture me was like you know with popcorn I didn't have popcorn but I wished I had because I was so captivating to listen to her story and yeah wow it's a story of courage and dedication and commitment and yeah it was amazing <laughs> so much truth in it but without further ado wow we're already close to seven minutes in sorry no? <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> at the moment um, I'm actually even though very tired I'm still hyped you know a lot of energy but I'm tired so there's like this strange contradiction and this causes me to ramble maybe too long <laughs> Maybe now it's a good time to <laughs> let you enjoy this beautiful guest episode with Maria. And again, uh, hope you're doing fine and talk more soon in the next episode. Three, two, one. <laughs> and we are back. So, yes. yes, Maria, so amazing to have you on the show. Um we had some difficult uh, technical issues, but third time is a charm. And I'm so happy to have you on the show. And thank you for taking your time. And first and foremost, first, most important question, how are you doing? Thank you, Gerhard. It's, uh, it's an honor to be uh, in your show. And I'm really happy to have this conversation with you. And really happy to be in your energy today. Uh, um, like I said before, 
I haven't had the best morning today and I felt a little bit off and tired. I didn't sleep so well. So I was like, oh, now I have this podcast recording coming and I wanted to feel like, like energetic and wonderful. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, well, I, this is my day today and it's mm -hmm. okay. I show up the best I can and it, it's enough. So I'm trying to embrace my current um, feelings and my current energy and show up the way I am today and it shall be enough. But everything is good <laughs> and, and better now when I've been in your presence. Thank oh, you. thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. And I think um, it's the, isn't it one of the biggest gifts we can do to show up as who we are, doesn't matter where, and be exactly content with that. And so, little introduction. I mean, I'm gonna for every guest episode actually do a little intro. But you are an authentic wholeness coach, and you currently live in El Salvador. So, how did yeah. you end up from, you know, coming from Finland to El Salvador? What's what's the story behind this? I mean, that sounds like a very unreasonable art of living. <laughs> Yeah, it is probably pretty unreasonable. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a it's a bit of a long story, but I'll mm -hmm. I'll give you some of the maybe the key milestones or turns <laughs> from from the story. Um, yeah, I'm originally from Finland. Um, I've graduated from the University of Helsinki and I've worked in Helsinki for many years. Uh, I'm a sociologist mm -hmm. by, by education and I've worked with uh, employer branding and communications basically all my previous career okay. um, as, a, as a consultant. And, um, you know, we, we all know how, how it can be, like consultant type of work. I think it's a famous branch of being uh, pretty hectic and fast-paced mm -hmm. uh, industry, consulting industry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, I, was, I, was doing, I was doing pretty well. I, I felt like I was good in my job and a uh, high performer, mm -hmm. but I always felt like there is just something that's necessarily not mm -hmm. like um, ideal for me in, in the kind of way and, and the and the culture uh, in, in that industry, being, being, um, being an introvert and being mm. a sensitive introvert. Uh, there was always like, you know, things that I was struggling with a little bit and I felt like I had to adjust myself. Mm. And that was obviously also earlier in my career when I uh, didn't know myself so well and I wasn't so self-aware and I was just trying to, you know, fit myself in a box in, mm -hmm. in some ways. Um, but I guess the, the first really like big thing and big change um, that kind of started to guide my life towards where I am now was uh, the decision um, to move out of Finland. Mm. Um, and that was something that like international environment, international work, 
diverse people, um, different cultures. They've always been calling me. I've always been fascinated about international <clears throat> environments. I've loved traveling and um, it just lights me up working with different kind of people mm -hmm. using English and meeting people from different backgrounds mm -hmm. is something that has always inspired me. And um, at some point um, in when I was still working in Finland, I realized that this is what I want now. I want, this is the next step. Yep. Uh, it needs to be um, outside of my homeland, outside of my comfort zone. And <clears throat> I also felt like I, I needed a change. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was sort of like, maybe like repeating some old patterns and I was stuck in my old roles in right. some ways in Finland. You know, you've been surrounded by the same people mm -hmm. most of your life. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like you get some new friends when you move to a city and start new jobs. But I was I, I felt a little bit stuck with who I am mm -hmm. and a little bit like boxed in some ways um in finland and and i was like okay now it's time to follow this calling of mine and 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 uh, go somewhere else and i didn't get that far <laughs> i landed a job in stockholm so it's not like i moved to the other side of the world yet <laughs> but um i landed a job in in stockholm and it was a uh, um, senior employer branding consultant wow. role yeah. working for uh, global companies and having clients all around the world and mostly in Europe. It was like EMEA region, mm -hmm. a team. But it was definitely like a step towards the international life that I was craving for. Amazing. Um, yeah, so I moved to Stockholm in, in 2017. Yeah. And uh, that was the first kind of big step um, outside of my comfort zone and, and, and starting kind of new life from, from scratch, basically. And uh, it was a really big change, uh, even though Stockholm is close by, but completely changing my work language and, and my social circles. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I still had my friends and family <laughs> in Finland, but I was building a new life Absolutely, in Stockholm yeah. and, and um, it it was really big learning journey for sure mm -hmm. but um, I continued on the consulting path and uh, it ended up being actually really like yeah I guess what I was saying about the fast pace and, mm -hmm. and the hectic industry moving to an like international context and surroundings didn't really <laughs> make it easier. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it became even more hectic wow. and um, very, sometimes very demanding. And I was running many international projects mm -hmm. at the same time. And at some point, um, I started to think that, okay, this might be a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. um, I was struggling with, um, with the workload and um, 
there were moments when I was um, losing my my sleep and I was laying wow. in bed at night, like stressing and 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 anxious. I was like, okay, what do I need to do? Like, what's going on? And um, there were these, you know moments in the office bathroom where where I ended up crying Mm. and you know my body was sending me signals Mm -hmm. that okay now uh, it's going too fast and 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 it's too much and and I was just reflecting okay like what to do here Mm -hmm. like I was burning the candle from both ends and I was aware of that my body was giving me signals and I was you know, waking up in the middle of the night and there were a lot of things going on at, wow. at that point. And yeah. I was like, okay, I've moved to another country, started a new job. I I was there for like, I don't know, less than two years. And I was like, I don't really know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to just take rushed decisions. Um, so what basically I did was that I put an intention out to come up with some kind of an exit strategy and Mm -hmm. some kind of a solution um, with, you know, what to, what to do next. And, and I try to take care of myself enough to not burn myself out. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, So what happened next or like sometime went by and I was still like managing, but I was like, operating in a survival mode basically Mm -hmm. um really like just surviving delivering doing my work uh performing but feeling drained and angry sounds exhausting yeah i mean it was like i was i for me i feel like i was living the standard life i had a busy schedule i had a kind of like you know international job i was Mm -hmm. traveling for work I was having nice dinners in different cities and and uh, doing like some weekend trips as part of yeah. my work trips and you know all these things. Have I had a flat uh, in central Stockholm, so you know everything everything looked normal and good. Yeah, checklist and, like, done, done, and like, done. Yeah, you know? just like you know, yeah, exactly. But I was I was not feeling good. Right. I, was, I was exhausted. I was strained. I was really angry, um, and wow. I've learned at yourself or at the uh, outer world. Generally, generally, generally. Yeah. and I've learned that anger is is a really good signal for me to know uh, that when okay, I'm not yeah. in in alignment. Yeah, and I was wondering, like, okay, there has to be another way of doing life, another way yes. of working, and uh, another way of just being <laughs> you yes. know, a human being. Yes. And um, yeah, I set that intention out and, and then some time went past. I was still, you know, in the grind, so to say. <laughs> and uh, I had a work trip to Costa Rica and I managed to squeeze in a weekend for myself as, as part of that, that trip. And I was in a surf town close by the capital called Hako. Okay. And I was I was staying in a surf hostel for for a long, long weekend, and and I remember having like I was during that weekend I was able to completely switch off. Wow! Like I was completely like I was taking surf lessons, and I was just on the beach, and I was 
completely able to just like forget about everything that was stressing me and just be in the present wow and and i i still remember like that feeling because i was in this kind of cycle of Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. constantly feeling stressed and 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 like anxious and overwhelmed and and too busy um so i remember still like what a difference it made during that weekend and what happened that weekend was that uh i i think i was able to create some headspace for myself and and really be in the present moment and connect with myself and what followed from that was that i got my my next steps like i was i still remember that moment i was at the back of the hostel like outside in the backyard drinking coffee and there was a um, mural in front of me of a girl who was surfing and there was a text in spanish saying sol surf y travesuras which means sun surf and naughtiness and i was looking at that mural uh and i was like oh is this is this maybe this is the meaning of life like maybe that's the thing and then i was like then it came to me that i'm gonna take leave of absence and i'm gonna learn spanish and i'm gonna learn to serve better wow and it just came to me in front front of that mural and it was like the universe gave you a ping yeah, the universe gave me, a, gave me a ping and I still get chills when I think about that because it was such a powerful wow. Wow. moment yeah. and it just came to me. Um, and it's funny, like, as a, as a very quick side note, that was the same hostel I would later on return to uh, as part of when mm-hmm. I started my leave of absence there. Uh, and, and later on in my leave of absence, I would meet in that same hostel my uh now partner <laughs> wow all right let's go so to universe also, wow also has given me actually uh many great wow. things wow amazing <laughs> and just yeah. it just what you just said inspired me reminded me um it's so so interesting it, it always happens actually so often that first we need like this handbrake where we kind of like come into the present moment and once we are open and we can listen to ourselves then we suddenly hear the pings from the universe it always happens like that you always have to first really calm down be in the present moment and then you hear the pings absolutely yeah yeah it's 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 the Mm headspace and and being in the present and and hearing yourself when you can start really connecting with yourself and connecting with the universe uh, completely, completely wow. agree. When you when you are in the survival mode and when you are just like constantly deliver, there's just a dark cloud over it. You don't hear it. Yeah, and and you get into a tunnel vision. Yeah, you can't access those nudges. Mm-hmm. Also, it's the same with your intuition. It's hard to connect with your own absolutely inner voice and intuition if you're constantly in the mind, and that's yeah. where you are when you are constantly um achieving mm-hmm. and and delivering mm-hmm. and being busy and in a in a survival mode wow Whew. okay i'm excited how does this crazy story continue you you found your purpose <laughs> <laughs> yeah so 
So yeah, I I ended up um, working for another uh, six months or something, and then um, I, I took the leave of absence. Yeah, and um, I was uh, I I took six months off mm-hmm. um, from from work, and 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 the the key there was that I felt like instead of just like rushing around and and like doing making decisions that are forced or rushed because I was feeling like I'm burning out and 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 changing to another consulting job or changing a role or whatever I felt like it's again like a rushed and forced decision in some mm-hmm. ways because I didn't have the headspace to really really uh, figure out what I want to do next mm-hmm. so I was like okay I'm gonna take some time for myself and and really just figure out when I what I want to do next wow. And I ended up traveling uh, alone uh, in like through Central America, and I went to um, Colombia, Ecuador, mm-hmm. and Peru, and and I just took the time to study Spanish and and yes. improve my surfing skills, and just get to know to myself. And that's mm-hmm. that was like another big leap for me. I had traveled alone like previously, but like traveling alone in in uh, Latin America without pretty much any Spanish skills was definitely, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone <laughs> again. Uh, but it ended up being the best decision of, of my life. I, I had absolutely wonderful journey and I discovered so many things about myself. Mm-hmm. I learned so many things about life and the world and and it just completely shifted my kind of um how i how i saw the world in in mm-hmm. some ways and um at the end of the at the end of the trip where i was already like really connected with myself and i was connected with the universe and there was like a lot of these kind of guiding moments mm-hmm. where i felt like okay i was kind of going somewhere and then the universe gently nudged me a little bit and, mm-hmm. and guided me a little bit towards somewhere else um and and i and i kind of started to notice during that trip that i always found myself in the right spot when i was just connected with myself i was paying attention i was listening and I was trusting. Mm-hmm. I was. I always yeah. found myself in the right place, and I had many of those moments during the trip where I just felt like, ah, oh, I'm exactly where I need to be. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? <laughs> and I think you just said a very important thing. I think this um, having then this absolute trust in that you everything you need to know is within you and you just have to listen and trust trust the process even though it, it's something maybe it doesn't make sense for your rational mind but yeah. you just trust to do it and you will see yeah yeah absolutely and and i think for me like the concept of trust and and faith i only kind of got the really like experience and understanding of those those things during this journey and especially at the end of the journey mm-hmm. i will tell you in a moment what that was but i think that how i started building it up was like just taking steps outside of my comfort zone 
and 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 being brave and going against my fears because that's when i learned that actually i can trust and and things will work out uh if i would just stay in my comfort zone uh it would it wouldn't have happened wow it required yes. those steps outside of my comfort yeah. and taking little leaps and and being brave mm -hmm. and then I started to experience those things, you know, little uh, guidance and synchronicities, and mm -hmm. uh, and and then really like experiencing that I, it's safe to trust. Absolutely. And 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 the key thing regarding that topic happened at the end of my leave of absence. I went to Guatemala mm -hmm. um, again. I would say a little gentle guidance from the universe. <laughs> I was in Bali some years earlier, and and. Uh, in a yoga retreat, okay, yoga meditation retreat, and and the founder of that center recommended to me. I asked him uh, a recommendations, and he recommended to me that you should go to this place in in Guatemala. Mm -hmm. This meditation center called uh, Las Piramides Delca. It's uh, by Lake Atitlan in a village wow. called San Marcos. Yeah. And then I was like, I had, I, I was almost skipping Guatemala because my route during the leave of absence was mm -hmm. a little bit like going back and forth. Like I started from Central America and then I went south. And in 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 um, Ecuador, I was like, I actually, I want to go back to Costa Rica. Uh, but then Universe guided me to Peru first because the flights were so in insanely expensive from from uh, Ecuador that uh, it didn't make any sense. So I, I had to go to, I had to go to Peru first. And then I ended up having the most wonderful 12 days in Peru. And I was like, thank you universe for being, bringing me here before uh, going to Costa Rica. And then I had this really strong, you know, sense that I need to go back to Central America mm -hmm. and Costa Rica. And that's where I met my, my now partner. Wow. We were first friends for several years before we started actually. Uh, dating but um but yeah and then I also had this very strong feeling that I need to go to this meditation center even though it wasn't like kind of perfectly fitting my my original like idea that I would just go to South mm -hmm. America but then I was like okay I'll go back to Costa Rica and then it makes sense to me to go back like up to Guatemala as well and that was also, again, one of the most uh, important decisions of my life. And I'm really grateful that I listened to that guidance and I listened to my intuition. Yeah. Because um, at the end of my leave of absence, I was in a kind of like open and receiving space. Okay. And um, I went to this meditation center for a week. They do like um, one month long uh, courses there where you can do like a one month mm -hmm. long retreat, but I didn't have that much time at that point. So I went there for the first week of the course. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just a very, very <laughs> transformative and, and magical ex experience. And um, I, they have like this beautiful wooden temple by the lake wow. where they, where they, um host all the meditation sessions and they give lectures on metaphysics and do yoga and everything happens mostly at the at this temple yeah. and i remember being um 
in the temple for the first time for the first guided meditation and uh, I was laying on the floor and the Pauli, uh, one of the owners who was guiding the meditation, I remember she asked these questions. Who are you? Why are you here? And I just got these like massive chills in my body. And I was just like, it was just like really um, crazy moment. I, I, I think I started crying a little bit because mm -hmm. I felt like I was really onto something yeah. and I felt like those questions reached my soul and for the first time like I was hearing hearing my soul a little bit you know like wow. hearing what's the yeah. real inner me and giving it some space to actually express herself uh, and the next thing that happened was that I I heard like a huge and I heard and felt like a huge energy relief from my third eye it sounded really like inside of my head it wow. sounded like someone opened a bottle of champagne in my head <laughs> and i felt this huge energy relief from my third eye and i was like what is going on in here and then Pauli, the the lady who was guiding the meditation said like okay and now like turn your focus into your third eye and i was like well, I, I think I already did. <laughs> Something already popped here. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so that was like that was my first experience, yeah. first meditation in that meditation center. It's a form of awakening. And I think that that's yeah, and I think that's like tells the story of that place. Like I've been there three times i've gone back there two times after mm -hmm. because it's just a very special place very transformative place i feel like it's like a it's it just accelerates your growth and your healing wow. uh, things happen very fast there you take like almost like quantum leaps when you when you go there Amazing. um and and after that one week i i felt like so <laughs> transformed like um I got this one card in one of the meditation they, they share, like they have different like Oracle cards and, and uh, all kinds of things that we work with uh, at the temple. And I got this one card, which was basically telling me to take the first step and, and the rest will follow this kind of stuff. And, and during that week, I found the sense of faith and trust mm -hmm. that I've never experienced before. And by, by that, I mean that kind of like feeling that it's okay. I'm going to be safe. Uh, I can trust the universe. Mm -hmm. I can trust my life. And I maybe wouldn't say that I was trusting myself fully at that mm -hmm. point. I'm still working on trusting myself. Okay. But, but, but it was more like trust for the universe and trust trust for the trust for life maybe i would put it like yeah, tr that trust in the yeah. wisdom of the universe yeah yeah and some, something like that and 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 after that week i knew that there was no, no way that i could go back to my old life like mm -hmm. like permanently and just continue doing what i was doing before 
So I decided that I'm going to be working a bit more to save more money because obviously I was traveling for six months and spending my <laughs> savings. So like, I just, yeah, I think I need a little bit more time. And yeah. I was like, I, during that trip, I was like, okay, I, I think I need to start freelancing and see, like take more mm -hmm. time to explore who I am and, and, and like, what is out there and what is my purpose wow, and, yeah. and these kind of things and 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 the easiest kind of solution for me at that point was just just start freelancing mm -hmm. and uh and see where it takes me and i i continued working for some time and um and then um i think it was yeah at the end of 2019 uh, I handed out my resignation, um, and just before the pandemic, 2020 January, wow. I actually <laughs> I quit my job and I went back to Guatemala to do the full month course in yeah. that center, mm -hmm. and basically um, took the leap of faith that things will things will work out. Mm -hmm. And I've been on that journey since 2020. Um, first working with, with freelancing while uh, being on my own journey. Mm -hmm. And when I quit my job, I basically had one or maybe two like priorities, my own well-being, like healing mm -hmm. and, and really getting to know to myself. And then, yeah, my like personal and spiritual growth. Wow. And and those were my my priorities, yeah. and that's that was also the reason why I started like coming back to Central America because um, I felt like there was something here that I was able to kind of connect with myself and explore myself a little bit differently because the culture is so different. There's yeah. a very rich indigenous culture, and there were of course quite a few other people like other explorers and. Mm -hmm. And seekers uh, uh, in the in those places where I where I went. So um, I started from Mexico. I lived in Puerto Escondido the whole spring of wow, 2020 okay, yeah. when the pandemic started. And I remember there experiencing um, the the level of stillness and peace that I've never experienced before mm -hmm. because everything just kind of calmed down and. And most of the tourists left the country, obviously, when the pandemic started. And I was like, mm, 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 not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to stay here and I'm yes. going to make the most out of this experience. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely did that. I, I definitely did that. I, I took the time to really enjoy the stillness and, and, and explore myself a little bit more and 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 kind of like start my new life from a from a clean plate mm -hmm. in some ways like i was starting my writing project and 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 setting up my website mm -hmm. and and just like kind of like enjoying life and enjoying the fact that i was able to be present and i was able to just enjoy so much stillness that wow. I've ever, never, ever had in yeah. my life before. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was not financially the best spring. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> so, um, 
So I wasn't, I definitely wasn't making much money when I just like quit my job and then the pandemic started and everyone was just like, Absolutely, what's yeah, yeah. going on? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, but it ended up being okay. I came back uh, to the Nordics in the summer after my flights had been canceled like twice or something. I was like, but I, I, I reached that trust mm-hmm. and that level of like, everything will work out. And I've never experienced that kind of, that kind of like, high vibrational well-being where I'm just like everything will work out um and and I had this sense of peace and trust inside of me that was completely new like I I come from a background where I like I've struggled with anxiety mm-hmm. more or less like my whole adulthood maybe wow more, okay yeah a little bit later on in the life and um and I've been a control freak and some ways perfectionist mm-hmm. and a little bit of I've I've definitely been also in the victim consciousness feeling okay. like life is happening to me to you, and yes. I'm the victim of life uh, yeah. and you know uh instead of wow, like powerful, Maria. Now seeing, powerful that yeah you, yeah wow yeah so so it was like during that spring when things really like shifted more and I was like, life is actually happening for me. And um, like when there were lows or like difficulties or whatever, I was trying to actually see what is there for me to learn. Yeah. Um, And yeah. And then if I summarize that the rest a little bit quicker as I feel like there's <laughs> four years That's of my amazing. life story. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I ended up freelancing. And then when I got back to the Nordics in 2020 summer, things started to slowly pick up and I started to, to get some work and I was uh, doing still some freelancing for my previous uh, mm-hmm. employer. And it was really nice of them to kind of still use my services and then I had some of I started getting some of my own clients and um, the 2021 winter I stayed the whole winter in uh, in Sweden because I felt like I need to just kind of get a little bit like cash flow up and running and it was still with your previous profession as a communication consultant yeah I was still doing the yeah the employer branding and, and communication consultant work and I guess I would still say that it's, I still do some of yeah. that work, but now my, my focus has to shift it uh, more towards coaching. Uh, I'll go into that quick. Um, but yeah, I was, I was in Sweden that winter and I was focusing on just kind of getting finances in a little bit more stable place and and basically saving a buffer for my next (laughs) (laughs) next journey which then happened uh last year 2022 uh or i i I think i left end of 2021 just after christmas Mm -hmm. um and i was like okay i this is not me i don't want to be in this environment i don't want to be in the nordics all year round Mm -hmm. like it will just get me back to this kind of like like achieving uh, mm-hmm. productivity uh mode uh, wherever because i feel like life is a little bit like revolving around mm-hmm. work and career and uh it's like the city city vibe and 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 it's it's a different pace 
and it's a different environment and I love it. I love to be part of the year there, but but I feel like it narrows down my my vision if, if I spend Absolutely. too much yeah. too much time in that environment. And that's why I've I've then learned that it's actually a really good option to um you know have kind of like two home bases or three because yep. I I do <laughs> consider Finland being my home base as well. Um so 2021 20, end of the year I went back to Mexico. Uh I continued doing some freelancing mm-hmm. work while I was in Mexico and then Mexico ended up being too crowded for me. Um it was open during the whole pandemic so all the tourists Oh wow okay um, then they came back. Yeah there. of course yeah. And then I ended up coming to El Salvador and it was actually this friend of mine that I met in Costa Rica in that hostel <laughs> who, who, who suggested that, yeah, come and check out El Salvador. Okay. <laughs> and now, we're, uh, now we are um, more than friends these days. But um, I came here first time last year and I really fell in love with, with the energy mm-hmm. and with, with this place. And it was more like, little bit more authentic less less tourists and less built um so i felt like uh this is the the place where i would like to spend wow okay part of my winter and part of part of my year and um last year um i was still doing like freelancing i was uh working on my my writing things and I took like a writing course and then I started to really I started to really ponder like okay now I I've done a lot of work with myself a lot of work a lot of healing um and I want to be able to spread that like I the the well-being and and the healing and the kind of high vibration that I've experienced I felt like this is amazing. Like, I want other people to be able to experience this as well. Like, um, and I was, I started to think like, I was, I started working on a book project last year, mm-hmm. which has been a very slow one because it only, I work with it like one or two months and then I kind of do other things. And, <laughs> but I, I started it and I have like a structure and I started writing things. And then I started writing articles about the topics and and they were published in elephant journal uh last Amazing. year as, as part of the the writing course and then from that writing actually i kind of like ended up finding like ended up finding the coaching school mm-hmm. uh end of last year but i was like how do i how can i help people how can i bring mm-hmm. these things and and this like knowledge and uh learnings that i've had to people and and then I was like okay maybe coaching because earlier I was like resisting coaching I think I've even said before that well whatever I do in life I will never be a coach or a yoga teacher <laughs> so I will have to I will have and to then the universe back. comes back like, <laughs> here we go <laughs> yeah. then the universe came um and I found this school in in the U.S. called Health Coach Institute all right last year and then that just fully resonated with me and it was like kind of like I did my research and like this place this school really resonates with me and the teachers resonated with me and I was like okay 
this is it. And I started studying end of last year. Uh, a great experience, really, really good mm -hmm. quality teaching and materials. Um, and I graduated uh, with my certificates end of end of the summer this year. So oh, wow. I'm like officially health and life coach. Yeah. And um, and yeah, and this is now the kind of process where I've been shifting my my work and my profession from from the kind of consulting mm -hmm. corporate um, more towards well being. And I and I and I mean I still work with companies and I like to work with companies um, and I feel like I'm building on top of the consultant experience, but now I'm more like focused on on well being things and I also work Absolutely. with individual people. So, so you focused and is it like so you're um, health and health and life coach, but you focused on authenticity as a your topic or is it part yeah. of the coaching program? Yeah, so authenticity, I would call it kind of like my 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 umbrella. Your signature. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, kind of like that. I don't like I don't like the word niche mm -hmm. because I feel like that's like again another box mm -hmm. that I have to put myself in, and I it just doesn't re resonate with me. But under the authenticity umbrella, I feel like there are a lot of topics that I Absolutely. can work with with my clients. And and out and and the the journey to authenticity itself is kind of like a multifaceted, profound wow, absolutely transformation. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that's that's something that's really resonating with me, and it's really in line uh, with my own also journey. With your journey, becoming, exactly. You know, more me. <laughs> absolutely, and I love I love the one. Uh, so I copied it from your homepage. I love that you. So basically, as authentic wholeness coach, you aim to help people to walk through life with less exhaustion, more bloom. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, sentence. So what would you say? I mean, it's, uh, there's no easy answer to that. And also, I think we can ideate. But what do you say, in your words, what is an authentic person? What is like a characteristic authentic of... Yeah. Person. What's a characteristic yeah, of authenticity? I, um... I think the maybe I can describe how I see it from my own perspective mm -hmm. because that's that's what I know of. Like for me, it's been kind of um, finding alignment between my physical, emotional, mm -hmm. mental, and spiritual aspects, and sort of like alignment, uh, kind of between my my heart and and my soul and my mind yeah uh and and really like learning to know to myself like like sitting with myself like working through my shadows mm -hmm. and 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 be, becoming aware of the dif different parts of who i am and really like honoring them instead of like judging this part of me oh, or wow. like yes. Absolutely. Uh, feeling uh, embarrassed about this part of me or making myself small because of this and that kind of like exploring these different parts and then like instead of like the idea of constant improvement like mm. you know there's a little bit of that in the self-development industry that we need to improve and become better and better and better all the time i love growth and i think evolving is part of who we are as human beings 
but I think the genuine growth and the kind of like the the the, the growth that feels good in our heart space uh, kind of happens at the intersection of like self acceptance and uh, growth mindset. And that was a, like yeah. a very long answer going all over no, the place. No, it's beautiful. But but, but authenticity for me maybe in natural is to be true to who I am and honoring all aspects of myself and, and trying to maintain um, alignment mm-hmm. between the different areas. And, yeah. and it's very much to me, it's very much to kind of becoming connected with your heart space because mm-hmm. we're so much in our heads and our culture is driven by the mind logical thinking rational thinking and life is so much more than that there's so much more in this life and in this world that our mind alone mm-hmm. can understand so give it so a break kind of yeah <laughs> that's yeah. the point give give our poor mind a break <laughs> you know yeah. it can't understand all of it it shouldn't yeah yeah so, yeah. No, it's beautiful. Maybe that was yeah. yeah. And I think one uh, one thing that reminded me about like the growth thing. I think it's actually once you realize it's less about adding more. It's actually first of all just sub- subtracting, just removing layers, and then coming back yeah. to your your core. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I think there's also like this. I was like, always the question, like, why do we want to grow? What's the real root cause behind it? Is it something that's ego-driven, fear-driven, you know, insecurity-driven? Because then it becomes a very unhealthy growth, very driven by, you know, very, you know, like, it is strong energy, but not a healthy energy, which actually can be very destructive in the long run. Yeah, Yeah. completely agree. Completely agree. And I think there's a lot of that in Mm -hmm. the industry. And a lot of that in our culture that yep. we're constantly supposed to, you know, develop ourselves and and become better versions of ourselves, but it can often be driven by uh, strong motivators mm-hmm. or like strong or like wrong motivators, mm-hmm. so to say, which would then be like motivator, for example, external validation, yeah. like looking for acceptance, boosting my ego. Uh, like those kind of external things mm-hmm. that are not actually coming from from you. Yeah, they're external drivers. And I think um, so I mentioned this before the episode that I will I mentioned that I was a beautiful um, research that I stumbled upon about authenticity and your cognitive load. And just for the audience, like cognitive load is you can imagine it i just have to look up the notes as well i will share it actually afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah that would be awesome it's it's amazing um where is it there we go so yeah the cognitive load is think about it in your brain like a memory and the cognitive load is just information you store and they found out to just put it super simple and very like watered down that um there's a relationship between being authentic and your cognitive load and actually the more inauthentic you are, the more information you have to kind of like keep on in your memory. But I think act- I lost you for a little bit. Oh, I'm still here. I think that, don't worry, yeah. like the recording keeps going. <laughs> okay. Did you hear and me? Now I, I, you, froze. <laughs> you, you froze for a tiny bit, so I couldn't hear you. 
Uh, and then your picture went a little bit. Okay, let's let's uh, repeat blurry. just but in now case. I can hear you again. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did where did you where did you lose me? The, uh, you were talking about the cognitive. Yeah, the cognitive something. load. Yeah, the cognitive load. Yeah. Is like a memory in your in your in your brain, and it kind of like is there to store information. And they found a link between being authentic and inauthentic. Because if you're inauthentic, you have to keep a lot of information in this memory, in your cognitive load, because you have to keep on up the, all the narratives about yourself. But actually, yeah. you have to free this cognitive load so you can actually use this for your more important things in life. So being on, inauthentic is, by def definition, exhausting because you have to keep yeah. this cognitive load, your memory in your mind, you have to always keep it up. You can't release it and you can like block so to say, storage and room for the more, more important things, for example, for being able to listen to yourself. And that's the actually, yeah. yeah, and we all know it. We all have been in situations where we either meet people or we come in situations where we feel like, oh, we can't be ourselves. And it's very, and then afterwards you feel so exhausted. And that's yeah, inauthenticity per definition. <laughs> oh, yeah, completely. And there's also... Uh, quite a bit of science about like how inauthenticity can lead to sickness and disease. Mm -hmm. yep. Gabor Mate is one of these wow. uh, authors and, and like physicians who talks about this topic quite a bit and, and talks wow. about how abandoning our own needs and um, people pleasing and like being overly responsible uh, about other people and other people's needs and like, like otherworldly things can lead to actually uh, a disease. And, yeah. and he, I think he talks about it, especially like autoimmune diseases. Wow. And, and basically uh, he says that 80% of autoimmune disease is ex experienced mm -hmm. by women. And, wow. Um, and, 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 and this seems to be especially uh, a, a topic for women women tend to be maybe a bit more easily on the people pleasing spectrum and taking care of other people's needs instead of like their own and uh yeah it's wow it's, it's an important it's a, it's a big big thing big yeah. topic and i think also like now looking back at your you know like how you felt uh, before you kind of like your journey started at the very end when your body really 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 already tried to show you hey stop I mean, it's one, probably one expression is like, hey, you know, you have, there was so much energy being stored and used to not feel yourself anymore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely. And um, so what is, if you, if you, if you now think about as your uh, authenticity wellness coach, what, what is like the first thing you try I mean, there's many, it depends on, on the client, but what is like the, the first or the easy way to kind of like start? What's like the first kind of like ignition towards authenticity? Yeah, I think it really, really depends a little bit on where the person is. We are all mm -hmm. in different, you know, different journeys and, uh, and we have different contexts, but I think the first thing really is to to become aware of where we are today mm -hmm. 
and 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 create the the headspace of like connecting with with who we are and oftentimes like some good ways to get started uh, on this journey is to start working with our values and, right. and with our priorities to kind of like reflect that okay what actually are my priorities mm -hmm. in life and what are my values and and then from there also like in the beginning if i start to work with a new client we discuss where they like what what are they after what okay. are they looking for and what are their current challenges and 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 what are the kind of blocks that they experience right now and then based on that information uh we start choosing like the kind of steps and tools and ways of of working mm -hmm. but um but so far i would say that like becoming clear with with values and and priorities and and creating headspace to you know really uh find the connection with yourself is a really good way to 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 get started yeah and then What made you like, you know, it's, it's fascinating that actually your journey in the last years, how the universe step by step guided you towards that path. And then you were did the, the writing, you wrote, but were the articles back then also like already about this topic or what were the articles about actually? Yeah, they were very much about these topics yeah. that I now kind of also uh, integrate in my coaching about like uh, inner critic and, mm -hmm. and, Uh, self-doubt and the kind of like shadow parts of, of the work and then the um the inner work and and how to how to kind of meet yourself that my experience is from guatemala um, wow okay so yeah so but it, you know like for me it's always interesting because now you it's so easy to feel like your your journey and then where you are now and then you kind of like have to meet people where they're so far away from your understanding and your journey. I was like, how, how does it, yeah, how does it, what, what were you experiencing or your experience kind of communicating A, about authenticity with people? How do they, re how do they respond and their need? How was this experience to kind of like, how do you reach the people? And like, uh, what tricks do you use so that they kind of like understand, oh, wow, actually that's something important. Well, that's a really good question, and I and I do feel like it's it's work in progress mm -hmm. still. Like I I kind of just started, and I'm figuring these things yeah. out as well. But what I'm trying to do when I when I talk and when I write or when I put out like content or whatever, I try to bring uh, bring up my experiences yeah. and my thoughts and kind of like educate people in some ways as well to kind of point out why this work is important because if you are in the in the you know in the autopilot mode and in this like <laughs> overachieving like you know kind of mode where where many people are it might be difficult to connect with that concept but i also know that there are many people since the pandemic started many many people are actually have been reflecting their values yeah. and and many more people are questioning if this way of living is actually you know really the right way of living and i think there are a lot of like like things that are kind of proving that it comes to the quiet quitting people are tired of of grinding and absolutely and constantly going for extra mile like for for what 
and and there's great resignation people are like really like big time changing jobs and and changing things and there's been lifestyle changes happening since the pandemic started people moved out from the cities and there's a lot going on and 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 people are becoming more aware mm -hmm. of of things and people are tired of masking and absolutely and 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 carrying and playing these roles that are depleting yeah and i think oh he just said a, a strong keyword masking there was i think i met uh, a fellow kind of like a co coach student uh, the coach program i'm doing and it was interesting talking to her i think she's in mid-40s I don't remember, <laughs> but she was so, so we had like this coaching session and she told me about like, she was so relieved to kind of like be surrounded by this kind of people right now, because like for such a long time, she would have to show up to work wearing this mask, you know, like, and it was such yeah. a long time you would go to work and you have to, and you're aware, you actually know you have to put on the mask and you're just so exhausted by the end of the day because then you go home and maybe, you know, like your yeah. mother, you still still have to play a role, but you play so many roles except your own. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is, it is exhausting. And it's funny, kind of funny, I would say in many ways that there are a lot of companies out there. Like I, I worked for, with employer branding for over 12 years. And I've seen so many companies communicating. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, come as your authentic self. And <laughs> we appreciate diversity and, you know, come as you are. But what does that mean? Mm -hmm. like, like, how do these companies actually help people to even figure out who they are? And, and like, how do they support people to show up authentically? It's not like, it's, it's not as easy. No. Like, because there are a lot of expectations and demands and and a lot of even like old dated ideas about what does it mean to be professional or or what does it mean to show up like being a dedicated worker so i think that like if if a company or an employer really wants their people to show up um authentically that requires a little bit more work and, and probably support and also defining what does it mean that you can show up authentically? How do we, how do we consider that in our culture, in our mm -hmm. leadership, uh, in our, in our, you know, support systems and, and structures and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's like this key or trend, term being being already for a while and actually authenticity was like a like a the word word of the year of of 2023 wow i didn't know that okay some dictionary like okay was it like merriam webster or something i can't remember um the name but like yeah the, there was like a little news uh recently that uh, you know it may, but it makes totally <laughs> sense you know like the whole covid <laughs> thing even though unfortunate the whole event was it still kind of was a handbrake where we were forced to stay at home and sit by ourselves we were forced and for many it was a very uncomfortable experience and yeah. um so one question is so what what in your opinion so how can individuals or especially organizations can like help to make this shift towards more authentic well-being at work for example 
Yeah, that's um, that's a really really good question. Um, I think it it comes down to like really like <laughs> uh, like true um, people first yeah. value. Mm -hmm. Like we need to have uh, people centric centricity mm -hmm. uh, in the company. Uh, and 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 like well-being needs to be like human well-being, employee well-being needs to be a true priority wow. and and true value in the company uh, to get started. Um, and and in many cases, it's not. In some cases, it is. I know I've been working with companies who truly do that well. But uh, in many cases, the most important thing is to create revenue and and you know make profits and and oftentimes it it turns upside down that that no matter what and no matter what is going on mm -hmm. with the people, this is what what we're doing, and then it ends up being like a toxic, like harmful you know culture. But um, if we want people to to be well and be able to show up as their true selves. And it is about like, you know, it, it, it boils down to well-being and, and thrive and mm -hmm. motivation and all. If we can, you know, show up as our true selves at work. And I think it's, it's about creating structures and providing support and understanding that how do we deal with, you know, different people. That's like true diversity and and inclusion it's not only about you know females and yeah. and and different minorities and 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 different you know genders and and whatnot it's about pe different people we are all different our motivation systems are different our energy works differently mm -hmm. uh, how can we learn to honor that and and really like put people uh first yeah, it's, it's powerful, and I think I think also not another key understanding might be also to also like shift the, also the conversation towards actually like we or you and me, so every individual in this world, we are responsible for our well-being. So we have to start with our with us first. We can't wait for external entities to take care of our well-being. And I think here, I think probably, I don't know, organizations can help to communicate. Hey, you are responsible for your well-being, but we support you on your journey fully. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And that's a very interesting interesting discussion, like regarding these different like levels. Mm -hmm. uh, as a sociologist, I do understand the impact of culture that it has. Like when we operate in a certain context or whether it be like a work culture, it definitely has an impact on our well-being and, and a company as an entity can do a lot mm -hmm. and it should do a lot mm -hmm. in order to make sure that people can function well and, and feel safe and thrive within the work environment. But as a coach, I, I tend to work with, you know, individual people or groups and, and, and there's so much each of us can do mm -hmm. Yeah, to you know foster and and maintain and and take care of our well-being and and there is a lot of power in you know in how we choose to react to things and how we choose to show up yeah how we choose to set boundaries 
and 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 there's a lot that that individuals can do as well and i think it needs to be like a dialogue between the you know the cultures and and the kind of bigger entities institutions companies whatnots and then the, the individuals that these are complex things and and complex issues so there's not like you know fun one size fits all no solutions. absolutely not but changes need yeah. to happen in all levels like how we how in how we individuals take responsibility and and act and show up and you know set boundaries and then how we develop healthy cultures and systems that support people and and actually help people to thrive and and show up as their true selves wow beautiful maria so we're coming we're coming uh to the end and i would like to um yeah maybe advice as a authenticity and you know someone who walk the path so far and has done a lot of healing and like really understands you know like especially where you come from where you really had the courage to trust that like your life can be better than than that um what kind of advice for listeners would you give for those feeling disconnected or overwhelmed by the pressures of modern life what advice would you give them to start their journey towards authentic well-being Yeah, I think the first thing to start with is to um, prioritize yourself. Like nothing will happen if if something else is always more important and something else always comes in the way. Like prioritize your own well-being. That's what they say in the airplane as well. Put the, the mask on yourself wow. first before helping yes. others like like appreciate your precious life and energy and um and prioritize it and and from from that place you can start taking action uh little steps you know it doesn't have to be like a huge change or huge leap or transformation but like just putting the intention that now i'm gonna put myself first You can start, do it for a week, see how it feels. I prioritize myself and my own well-being for one week. And then you do things that you know that will bring you, uh, that will make you feel good. And I, I highly re recommend to start with the headspace, creating headspace. Wow. Whatever yes. brings you the mm -hmm. feeling that you can you can connect with your core and, and have, you know, space mm -hmm. in your head. For me, those things are meditation journaling, spending time in nature. Uh, for some people, it might be going to sauna, do cold dips, um, like doing yoga, whatever kind of makes you feel like you can connect with yourself and just have time for yourself. And I, and I think that's, that's where, we, where we can get started. But if we, if we never allow ourselves to have time mm -hmm. um, alone and, and time for just for ourselves and nourish ourselves, um, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to really get to know to ourselves and, and become true to ourselves and start living life in, in alignment. Wow. If we're always busy 
doing something and and you know responding to other people's or bosses or coworkers needs um, powerful yeah simple things I, really. I i i just love the analogy of the plane it's kind of like yeah first put on your own mask and make sure you have oxygen to live and then help yeah. others yeah exactly <laughs> wow <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> beautiful maria hey thank you so so much for yeah for your life sharing your life story i was like just listening it's like wow yes it kind of like for me it was beautiful because like um it kind of like reminded me for the very the beginning it's like why do i want to do this podcast to kind of like share stories like yours they're so mm -hmm. inspiring where you know people who yeah were at the junction in their lives maybe like the dark place but that the courage to find the light to trust in the in the faith to trust in one's oneself and walk this path and with courage with faith with with love and excitement and so thank you so much for sharing and for your wisdom above of authenticity it's just like wow i was like i was like wow i'm so grateful that i can listen to this <laughs> oh thank you you're so sweet no i'm really happy to to share the story and thanks for having me here and also made me reflect uh the past years and 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 yeah i got a lot of gratitude actually from just reflecting the journey i've been to and the kind of things that i've found and the healing that i've done myself and all the kind of synchronicities and yeah. how, how <laughs> the universe has been guiding me all this all this time and even in the in the dark moments there's always been like a good learning that has come to me and and then the next kind of next part of the the journey has opened up so it's it's good to sometimes you know just take a step back and reflect a little bit mm -hmm. backwards and and see where we've come we all are evolving beings so exactly wow it's good to take time yeah to i that. can't wait to see what wonders you bring to this world and how many people so many people you will help to find their authentic self so amazing yeah, thank you definitely <laughs> my my dream Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Maria. All right. <laughs> Press no stop, but stay here <laughs> so we can upload the episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>